but he kept coming into my office every day begging and pleading to be paid and then just giving me this rubbish like this terrible documentation and the mindset shift that you need to understand here is it's not how good a job that you do that doesn't necessarily matter if you do that he'll look good internally he'll get your stuff approved just quickly before we get started, if you don't have time to review your own construction contracts that you're about to sign, or you don't have the expertise, obviously you're an expert in some other area, maybe not in contracts, please go to quantumcontractsolutions.com, book in a call with our team, and we will show you how we can help you sign a better contract that has way less risk and ultimately set you up to make more profit on your construction contracts and stay in business over the long term. Go to quantumcontractsolutions.com and we'll see you there. Hey, construction legends. So today I'm going to talk about how subcontractors sabotage their relationships. I've got a story about a guy called Mohammed, who I completely lost my cool with. I don't lose my cool very often, but I lost my cool with him. At the end of the video, I'm going to give some tips about how you can create a great relationship on site with your client, with the main contractor, with the GC, so that you do better. And the reason we make these videos is because there's so many construction companies out there that lose money because they don't understand the contract, they don't understand contract management, how it all works, and they just lose money, they do, do work for free, don't get paid their change orders or variations, don't get uh, paid for e extensions of time. And slowly but surely, the cash flow gets squeezed and they go out of business. And I don't want you to be one of those guys. So let's get into it. So I remember being in a porta cabin in the middle of the desert somewhere in the Middle East. It was a place called um, Umkasser, which is the bottom of Iraq. And I just went nuts at this guy. His name is Mahan. I was like, Mohammed, please, right? I don't want to curse too much, but I told him to go you know where, get out of my office. I do not want to see you again. He literally, I never get angry. I was just so angry. I was pissed off, Mohammed, right? And what had happened was that this guy essentially was a subcontractor working for the company I was working for. And we had employed this subcontractor. They were doing a lot of work on site. I think specifically, they were doing a lot of excavation. They were digging to lay pipe essentially. And so that was their, their job. And what was happening is they were doing a fine job on site. To be fair, they were doing an absolutely good job on site. But he kept coming into my office every day, begging and pleading to be paid and then just giving me this rubbish, like this terrible documentation. Like I couldn't make head nor tail of it. I couldn't like I was looking at the documentation. I was like, what have you got here? Where are your timesheets? Where's the backup? Like, what's going on? Like, what am I supposed to do with this dribble that you've given me, essentially? And the thing was, it was, it was, the, the quality was so bad. It was absolutely terrible. I couldn't do anything with it. So they were doing good work on site, but the documents that they were submitting were terrible. And even though they're doing good work on site, they weren't getting paid. The cash flow has been absolutely hammered. And I'm pleading with it, like, Mohammed, you have got to structure your payment application according to the rates in the contract. Show me what work you've done. Draw it out with a highlighter that you've done this work. Give us the timesheets and I'll approve it straight away. Right. And it just kept coming back and I was so frustrated. I ended up 
kicking him out. And what he didn't understand was it because he was he was frustrated as well, of course, right? Because he was like, "We're doing the work, we're doing a great job, and these guys just won't pay us." And what he didn't understand was what I had to do was I had to take these documents. Hey, so we'll get back to the pod in two seconds. And so if you're getting some value from this or you're enjoying it and you think there's other people in the construction industry that would also, please just use your thumb, share it with them on WhatsApp or whatever uh, way that you share these type of things, Facebook, whatever it happens to be. Um, It makes a huge difference to the podcast. It allows us to grow and impact more people and really, really appreciate it. Thanks. I had to turn around. And I had to present them internally. I go, right, this subcontractor has blah, 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 blah. And it goes in the chain. And my signature is on the thing. And then it goes to the head of contracts. And he signs on. Well, he looks over it and may not sign off on it and say it's terrible, which is probably what would have happened. Or we'd, if it was a big change, a change order, we'd have to sit in front of a contracts committee to say, hey, we've had this change. And here's da, 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 da. And we, we suggest that you approve it based on X, Y, Z information. And so he had no, no idea that I had to do it. He just thought it was me. I was the guy who signed off. And in large organizations, it's just not the case. There's a chain of command that needs to be followed. There's an order, a delegation of authority with regards to how much people are allowed to sign off. And when it's in the millions, it has to be the director of the project regardless. And so he didn't get that. And that was the frustrating thing. And our, our relationship obviously went right down. I was like, I need to deal with somebody else who's actually reasonably competent because this guy is, I just can't deal with it. And so the takeaway and the mindset shift that you need to understand here is it's not how good a job that you do. That doesn't necessarily matter. That's essentially just the, the, your ticket to entry. That just gets you there. It's expected that you do a good job. What actually matter is how good you make them look in front of their own boss. If he was able to make me look good in front of my bosses, he would have got paid so much quicker. He couldn't. He couldn't get those documents together in the way that I wanted him to put the documents together so that I could get them approved so that I could look good. I don't want to not pay you. No one does. No one cares. What most people are scared of in these larger organizations is getting in trouble. It's not that I mean, I don't want to suggest to spend this money. If it was completely wrong, someone's going to kill me for it. That's what people are scared of. So what you need to do is you need to develop a relationship. Relationships are, are very important. But sit down with them and say, look, my goal here is to help you as much as possible. When it comes to our payment applications, when we're submitting things, what do you need from me? I need X, Y, and Z. How can I help you? What, what, what's important to you? X, Y, and Z. Write it all down. Get all that information up front and then do that every single month when it's time to submit your payment application. Put a resource on it. His job is to make that project manager, whoever you are, whoever you're dealing with on the client side, look good. If you do that, he'll look good internally. He'll get your stuff approved and then you'll get more cash flow. You'll get more money into your bank account. And that's what we want. So shift your perspective. The ticket to entry is you're doing a good job, but the ticket to get paid is making him, your opposing person, look good. Create a great relationship where you consistently try and make him look good in front of his bosses. And that is the key to success on your construction projects. I'll see you in the next one.